Welcome to the yet-to-be-named podcast for fans of Georgia State. Uh, I say yet-to-be-named, but as uh, my guest here today told me, uh, by the time that you're listening to this, we may actually have a name for it. Uh, I'm joined by Ryan Graham today. Say hello, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? You did not say hello, Ryan. I thought that was going to be like the obvious joke that happened. I'm not very funny. <laughs> so happy to have you here today. <laughs> uh, this is the first episode of this yet-to-be-named podcast. The idea was to do something that is not focused on the plays of the game or the ins and outs, the X's and O's and Jimmy's and Joe's, as they say, and more or less just talk about from a fan perspective of going to games and watching games and just being a fan of Georgia State, what we go through and... Uh, what we like to do on game days and whatnot. So, um, we didn't want to be too negative, right? But this is what we got is the fandom. So, exactly. so we're, we're struggling a little. <laughs> you Sorry to start off on the negative note, even though you said <laughs> you didn't want well, to be too negative. But well, if, it, if we want to have a positive podcast, we're not going to have one that talks about Georgia State's on-field performance. <laughs> That's right. Uh, except for maybe maybe basketball, maybe basketball. So yes, yeah. So we don't know exactly what we're doing here, but uh, we are uh, wanting to do something to just talk about one of our passions, which is uh, Georgia State Athletics. Uh, I said joined uh, as, a, as a guest, Ryan, today, but uh, he may actually be on the podcast quite a bit. Uh, I would like to have uh, a rotating guest list of, you know, uh, not just one, but two or three uh, guests each week that we do this and talk about our different experiences. And so it's always something new and different and not just me rambling on. Uh, speaking of that, uh, my name is David Brown. Uh, <laughs> I am a frequent poster on Panther Talk. Uh, you know me on there as GSU DPB, and you may know me at Tailgates as the guy that's there super early with a bucket hat, um, tailgating before anybody else really shows up. Uh, I got that from Ryan. Ryan used to be the one that was there early, back in the Georgia Dome days, before I could even get there. Georgia Dome d- days were rough. That was a couple of fold-out chairs, a cooler full of PBR, and a 12-pack of wings from Publix. You know? And your goat cheese, if I remember correctly. Uh, Always I still the, bring the goat still cheese. Bring the go- and and the, the, PB, the PBR. <laughs> the PBR you, still happens, the PBR too. Yeah, still yeah happens that's too. right. So, so some traditions uh, die hard. <laughs> and the wings actually happen a lot, too. So, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, the wings are a staple of watching football, for sure. So uh, I just couldn't get over the fact that you were buying the cold wings and not getting the uh, the warm wings. Because they're too early. That's a good point. So they're, so they're yesterday's wings they're as well. They're yesterday's wings packaged up. There yeah. you go. There you go. Turns Excellent. out they're that good. They weren't that great. They're, they're, that they're still good. Publix wings. They're that good. Oh, what? <laughs> best wings in town. You're going to put uh, Publix wings. Best, best wings. $3 cafe. I don't, no, best wings. Taco Mac. Publix. Uh, my favorite was bench warmers up by my old house in Brookhaven. They have some of the well, best I wings. I never went there, so you went there. You actually had uh, one of your uh, meetings there. I ran into you there once. One of your libertarian meetings. I did. There you go. I did See? do that. So <clears throat> we're starting this whole thing off on a bed of lies. <laughs> <laughs> so as I said, we don't really have a name uh, for the podcast as of yet. We've floated a few ideas back and forth. Uh, it's been tentatively titled the. Georgia State fan podcast, but that is boring and too long of a Twitter handle. I think I'm vetoing that. <laughs> I don't know if I get a choice, but I think I'm vetoing. Sure, that. everybody gets one veto. I heard the blue and white. The blue and white was an idea I had. The blue and white was an idea I had uh, for when they first announced us buying Turner Field and turning it in the, the area getting developed around there, which we'll get into later on, was I wanted to open up a dive bar. I don't know how you open up a brand new bar and make it a dive bar, but I wanted to open up a dive bar. If anyone can in, do it, you can do <laughs> it. Summerhill <laughs> and call it the Blue and White. And so that, that Blue and White name has just stuck with me. And so when uh, the podcast idea came up, that was one of the ideas that I came up with. Um, also, 
I uh, registered a long time. There was somebody said it on the message board. This is this is not an original, but somebody had said on the message board, uh, "State of Atlanta," trying to em- getting Georgia State to embrace the fact that we're in the ATL and whatnot. That really stuck with me, and I have a horrible tendency of buying domain names as soon as I hear something that I think sounds cool. So I three or four years ago bought the domain stateofatlanta.com and I registered the Twitter handle at State of Atlanta. So that may be something that goes along with this as well. You've also got that rad shirt design with the GSU ATL. That is the logo. Yes, yeah. that is the logo. You already have a logo. For those of you who don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about, um, another idea I had randomly like you know, four or five years ago was uh, taking the, the letters GSU and embedding the letters ATL into each letter, like A inside of G, T inside of S, and L inside of um, U. Go figure. And it came out pretty good, and we sold some shirts, and they were awesome. And I ran out of shirts and never made any more. But that, that was the, the, the website to buy those shirts was stateofatlanta.com. So maybe that's what we'll go with. But um, I guess that's enough uh, rambling to get us started here. Uh, one of the things that I wanted us to do with the podcast is talk about uh, what's new for Georgia State, what's, what's coming up. We did to start a new athletic season, uh, a couple games of the books from the women's soccer team already. Um, I'm sure you were at those games. Oh, every single one. I, I yeah. knew you were. I knew you yeah, were. Yeah, I drove out to Panthersville. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't do that. No. Uh, obviously, we're talking about <clears throat> football right now. <laughs> uh, that's the big news. Nothing to do with the ladies. Panthersville, Panthersville is pretty far away. Yes. From what is. I hear, there may be plans to move all the soccer to 188. That is the uh, story, and I think that's something that, uh, well, I don't know if I even have that on my schedule to talk about. Sure, let's talk about it. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so from everything that I've seen and heard, it looks like that the uh, 188 uh, MLK practice facility for football um, is going to be soccer stadium for men's and women's. They've somehow found a way to squeeze in a soccer field, which people thought was going to be too big for that space and they'll be using it there and uh, I take Marta to work every day along the east-west line and soccer nets have been out there for a couple of months now and I've seen um, the ladies for sure out there practicing kicks and whatnot so I don't know when it will be a uh, space for fans to come watch games there and whatnot I don't know what the seating arrangement is going to be like I have a feeling that there will only be bleachers on one side I don't think there's room to be on both I would bet that they don't go much further than they did for, I think they did one spring game there, or they did an open practice there like four or five years ago. Yes, And it yes. was, they brought in some bleachers, some yep. like erector set bleachers. I would bet that that's I was, what I, they I, do. I was there for that. Actually, uh, you were there for that. I was there, yeah. yeah. You, we were both there for that together. I think I was working for Panther Talk at the time and like wrote some articles about it. Oh, well, uh, then don't tell Ben that you and I skipped out early and went to Republic Social House for a few drinks. I mean, work. Work is loose. <laughs> you saw what you needed to see, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was fun, though. That was I remember that was Bill Curry mic'd up talking about exactly what oh, yeah. uh, we were going to be seeing with each play and whatnot. And I know there was a lot of beef going into that uh, that practice because people were demanding a spring game. How can we have a football team and not have a legit spring game like everybody else does? And after it was all said and done, uh, I actually thought it was a pretty good experience. Yep. I liked it. Yep. Uh, Me too. So that's good. That's good. But yeah, so uh, uh, football facility is going to be for uh, men's and women's soccer, it looks like, which I think is great. Getting more sports closer to campus is a good thing for the university and for the city as a whole, as, and especially fans. I live so. like four blocks away from there too, so it'll be a good excuse to go. Yeah, yeah. See a soccer game. I, th- I think that's one of the things you know. Uh, <clears throat> when do we get more and more sports out of Panthersville into uh, the Summerhill area and just downtown Atlanta in general? 
Uh, I've never been to a Georgia State ba- baseball game, but I feel like once that baseball field's there, it'd be really easy to go to a game regularly. Yeah, but so. I don't. There's no like concrete plans around that at this point, right? Like they they say they want to do it, but yeah, I think it's. I think once the convocation center news came out yeah. or was leaked out, I guess. Charlie it's, said it in an public. actual radio it's pu- it's interview. Public, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but once that kind of came out, and obviously being a revenue-generating sport and the success that the basketball team has had, uh, the Convocation Center has gotten all the attention at this point. But um, and for rightly so. Right. It's very exciting. Right. Right. But again, uh, I'm, I'm like three blocks from there. So. <laughs> so you, are you going to renew your basketball tickets now? Then. I might buy a flex flex <laughs> pass. You, you know, the ten game pass or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, so but I, I do I do think that baseball is firmly in the works. It's just uh, money is prioritized towards the convocation center, and then once that's up and running, then baseball will happen over there. But the, as far as I understand, the land is allotted to be there for Georgia State baseball. So that'll be rad. That'll be great. That'll be great. So back to what we started with football here. Uh, the new season's coming up this Saturday. We got uh, our first game on the road, first ever time we've opened on the road in our uh, ten-year history. Uh, but uh, it's a good, it's a good thing. It's a great Atlanta's thing. Atlanta's too. There's too much going on the weekend to, you know, to compete with. You have, you know, Dragon Con and and all. I think Georgia Tech. Well, Georgia Tech plays Clemson tomorrow. Do they, is that, is that I don't play? know when you guys are going to be listening to this, but, uh, you know. Well, yes, that, that, and then on top of that, you have your Chick-fil-A games happening um, yeah. uh, at, the, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. <laughs> yeah, so you got those fans coming in. Uh, Dragon Con, like Ryan said, that's a huge <clears> one. We'll <throat> talk about that a little bit later on. Um, and then uh, and then it's a holiday weekend. Yeah. It's, it's um, a three-day weekend going into everything, and people want to take advantage of that. So I was torn. I was disappointed to see us opening on the road back when it was scheduled however many years ago. But uh, I am someone who likes Dragon Con, so I'm actually going to be able to uh, uh, spend my entire time at the hotels doing my Dragon Con experience. But I will make it out to watch the game with other Panther fans for a few <laughs> hours. But uh, um, got a little off track because I kind of want to talk about the game a little bit later on. But uh, we kind of got started on it anyway. So I sorry, I'm, I'm 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 notorious for that. Oh, that's fine. Any that's fine. I, I, I've I, I say on, you know. I say we're talking about let's let's keep it going on. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is the tenth season of Georgia State football, uh, getting kicked off this Saturday in Knoxville. Um, it's been a interesting ten years. I don't think that any football program of late has started football with such a interesting ten years behind them. We we've had some success that first season when we played the the Pee Wee League. We uh, six and five. We 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 did pretty good. Uh, lost to some schools that are no longer around, uh, but we but we did good. It was won, a great season. Won some games we should have. Lost some games we shouldn't have. Right. right. <laughs> then then the, the the dark ages hit for a while I think was it three wins in three years or something like that <clears throat> yeah uh, we we lost the legend uh, Bill Curry retired after two three three seasons I think it was yeah and then we had coach Miles come in and uh, really cleaned house it looked like we had something special going on there and then um, it just uh, didn't work out the way we were all expecting now we got Sean Elliott in which you know uh, on paper and everything, he looks great. We had a great first season with him, got a bowl win. You know, things are looking great. And as we all know, last season happened. So uh, it's really anybody's guess on what we're going to see There's this a ton, season. a ton of turnover, right? Right. I mean, so that's that's part of the problem. I mean, that's part of the problem with, with trying to figure out how we're going to look this season is because we have no idea 
I think it's offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, right? right? Or no, right. defensive coordinator is the same. But a bunch of the coaches right. have switched out. And and, and players as well. We yeah. had, we had a, a lot of um, uh, players that left the program as well, which is kind of surprising and scary there for a point. But from what I understand from talking to a few people uh, that are, you know, either uh, family members of the players or um, talk to the players regularly, it seems like morale in the locker room is really high. And that's an important thing to have, I feel. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. If, if last season felt like we somebody lost the locker room the locker room seemed a little bit crazy i heard uh, that after i think it was i think it was a texas state loss i think after losing to texas state last year that was one that uh, really kind of killed the morale it's pretty tough to like lose that much and and when you come into the season expecting to be better you just came off a bowl win and like right just get beat up yeah, every it was, week. It was a hard season last year. Yeah. It was a hard season. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, it doesn't doesn't bode well that we're starting against an SEC team in their home, but... Uh, nah, get it out of the way. Exactly. Really fine. Yeah, good chance to heal up from everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And then what? We play Furman, right? Then we're... Uh, yes, we host Furman. Yeah, uh, so be that our, should be our... That, that, that's I'm our gimme. That's our gimme win, right? That's our gimme. I'm not saying it. Yeah, yeah. There are no Texas State. man. I don't know. So that's the thing is last year... If we would have played Kennesaw State any other week, I don't feel like we would have won. I don't know if we would have won that game or not. And that's, that was a must-win for us. And that was a must-win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's not, not the game you really want to have a must-win. But so. we won, so that's all that matters. We'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So you're not going to Knoxville for this game, right? No, I mean, the the first time we played Tennessee a few years ago, you and I both went up right. there, right? And um, quite frankly, I didn't have a great time. <laughs> Did you not, really? Um, yeah, well. I'm not, a, mean, I'm not a good travel companion. No, no, no. I had fun with all my Georgia State people, but um, I will tell you that Knoxville, t- Tennessee fans are probably my least favorite uh, of all of my away games that I've been to. Really? I've been to Alabama. I went to Oregon. Uh, where else did I go? I've been all. I've been to a bunch of them. And um, Tennessee fan, I went to Clemson. Clemson was great. Alabama fans are yeah, we're all glad you can really make that nice. Game. That was great. You um, can actually yeah. finally join us there. That well, one. <laughs> yeah, I was a little hungover, all right, to begin with. So, uh, yeah, Clemson was great. That's a nice little stadium. But Clemson Tennessee, I felt like I there was more fans that were just kind of jerks. You know, I mean, uh, we had like the good the good scenario where like we were hanging out in front of a bar and the owner came out and was just like, "Hey, thanks for coming to Knoxville. Like, come on in." Well, were they uh, were they jerks before? During or after the game, because all the above. Okay, because that was actually a game that uh, you know I don't think I'm not sure if we led, but we we were very competitive in like the first half. I want to say because I, I vividly remember sitting in my seats, you walking up, looking at me with like that that shrug shoulders, hands <laughs> out, like what the hell is going on here? Yeah. And I just had to give you that whole like I got no nothing. I got but if, nothing. if you look through history, right, these games we typically do well in the first you know, half-ish, right. and then it falls apart. But that's typical of schools in our position because we just don't have depth. Right. We have good starters. Like the starters are all fine, but as soon as you start rotating out offensive line and defensive line and stuff like that, and you start getting to the second and third strings just to give people breathers, right. Tennessee can do that. They're they're backing up their five stars with four stars. We're backing right. up our but, but three Tennessee, stars with no stars. But Tennessee's down a bunch of starters. Uh, they've lost a, a few players. A and corner, right, is yeah, they, well, they, 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 that, that was That was a, a recent – the cornerback was, I think, a recent thing maybe today, but yeah. uh, there was like six different starters that were, were done or something. His, I don't know. His backup still better than our – Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. And, uh, yeah, so like I said at the beginning of this – 
we are not the educated people on all the players and all the news and all that kind of stuff. We are purely those crazy guys in the fan in the stands that are just fans of the program and want to see us win without knowing what the hell is really going on. Oh yeah, we might win. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're, we're gonna win, right? Yeah. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna surprise them. It's gonna be the upset. <laughs> Finally, be able to get something to, to tell his App State fans to shut up about, right? Yeah, well, it'd be a little different than that one, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I'm not going to Knoxville either. Uh, I had a little bit of a different experience than you did, I think, going up there. At the time, uh, my sister was one of those obnoxious fans that you refer to. She was in school there. She was not obnoxious. She didn't even. She was fine. She was fine. But uh, so I got to spend some time with her. That was fine. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I did not think that the stadium was anything to write home about. Just trash. Terrible, yeah. terrible stadium. It's old. I get that, um, but there's old, and then there's just like decrepit. And I felt like that's what that stadium was. I mean, was, I, I grew up a Georgia fan going to Sanford Stadium. It's an old stadium. It's hollowed out. It's all concrete. It's kind of not as nice. I mean, even as probably Georgia State Stadium. Oh, Georgia State's the best stadium in all of college football. It's pretty amazing. We <laughs> we lucked out. Oh, oh it's for sure. Very. I mean, it, it's it's awesome. But uh, was it Nayland Stadium? Nealon, right? Nealon, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, that it's it's. I was just, not, I was not disgusting. impressed. I was not yeah. impressed. Yeah, and then it's that like gross, like pukey, orange, weird. I mean, I'm not. Sure. I haven't drunk anything that made me drink puke that. But <laughs> it's, but you're right because it's, it, it's very. I, 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 I'm from Tennessee originally, but I grew up in the West Side. I grew up in Memphis, so uh, my family were all <clears> University <throat> of Memphis fans. There were a lot of Tennessee fans out there, but I did not grow up with that being part of my childhood. And yeah, growing up. That color orange, it's its own unique orange color, and I don't say that in a good way. No. It's, it's a very... And then it's the checkerboard, too. It sort of makes yeah. you kind of go into a little epileptic shock. Right, Every right. time you look up, you're like... Ugh. I'll give them credit for that. That's that's their history, but yeah, whatever they got to... Whatever tactics they have to do to get somebody to, <laughs> to drop the ball in the end zone, whatever it is, that's 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 fine. And then they got their little smoky wiener dog or whatever kind of dog that is that's somehow a, a volunteer. I, I, I seriously doubt the dog volunteered to be it's there. A, it's a hound dog, and it is pretty cool well, well, dogs, it's a cute well, dog well dogs are cool yeah that's true dogs are cool <clears throat> that's not, true not as good as cats right we have to say that uh, no I, I don't large, think you have to pick I, large, large cats I'm the weird minority that I don't think you have to pick I was, people I was, feel I was, so I was, I was, I was referring to the uh, the panthera class of cats oh yeah cats are better yeah <laughs> absolutely sorry I was not picking up what you were putting down okay. I've had a couple beers guys yes yes actually, <laughs> actually hand me another beer I think, yeah, I, think right. I think I need another one uh Whatever is in there is fine. Ah, oh, thank you. Miller Lite. This is not sponsored by Miller Lite whatsoever at all, but it can be <laughs> if they want it to be. <laughs> Insert uh, your ad here. Just send us beer. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so uh, I, it was a loaded question. I knew you were not going to Knoxville because you and I are both are going to be at our very own watch party at Halfway Crooks Beer in Summerhill right next to our own stadium. That's right. The first uh, completely on-premise, uh, what, bar? Brewery? They're the first ones that don't distribute their right. beer because the law changed in time, and so they're the first ones to open up and do that. Yes, and it's great. Uh, one of my big complaints about the breweries around here is, you know, as much as I disliked the old liquor laws for breweries saying that you could only do the samples and the tastings and whatnot, it ended up being a great little experience. You could you could go to a, a brewery, like when I started going to, four, uh, to Sweetwater, it was uh, eight bucks. You get your six, you know, two thirds full glasses of beer. Eight dollars for a tour. Yeah, it was for the Quote tour, unquote, tour, which had their, your, their samplings. And I whether I, you go on the tour or not. But and it, <laughs> it ballooned up to ten and twelve. I think it may even was fifteen before all the laws changed, whatnot. But regardless, you could go there for fifteen bucks, 
spend two, two and a half hours there, get a decent little buzz and be good and be, it'd be fine. Go out about the rest of your night or your afternoon or whatever it may be. Well, and what was really great was the tourists that would show up, the actual tourists, and they didn't want their caps, right? They right, traded yeah, in for yeah. beers. They'd just hand them out to you. And exactly. so you got bonus beer. And whenever they came around to do the tours, like you had that, that big flux of people that would leave mm-hmm. the, the, the drinking area, and then yeah. that's when you would hit the bar and get, yeah. and get your drinks. But that was great, and they changed the laws, and I think that the breweries should be able to do whatever they want to do. That's fine. But now... I'm going in there and I'm paying six or seven dollars for a pint of beer for the same beer I'd pay six or seven dollars for if I bought it in a Taco Mac or another restaurant. Not endorsed by Taco Mac either, but we can be if they want us to be. Um, <laughs> first episode already asking for endorsements. Yeah, uh, but so when when they sell their beer to the distributor who sells it to uh, Taco Mac who sells it to me, there's money being made all those steps of the way. And uh, I understand that. That's why the beer costs a little bit more. But I'm paying the same price in the brewery that I'm paying in the bar. Should I be getting a discount? It's only five dollars at Halfway Crooks. That's what I'm saying. That's what. That's it's only five dollars. This, this is my very long-winded explanation of how great Halfway Crooks oh, is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like because five bucks. because they don't have that distribution whatsoever at all. Yeah. yeah, and they have very inexpensive good beer. They're lighter beer. Yeah. They're not. They're not doing their. their they're all lighter right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which, but which, it's hot. Which is hot. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So. Uh, uh, We'll be on their rooftop patio. Be on the rooftop, which is great. If you've not been there, they have a great little rooftop. It's open air, but it's able to be closed off in case there's rain or um, really bad sunlight. And a big projector while the sound's on. Uh, we uh, I guess have they a, do Atlanta United games too, right? They so do. They are all set up. They're, they, they're, they're ready. They're experienced. For it. They know. Yeah. They know what. It, <laughs> they're prepared for the fan base of the size of Georgia <laughs> State to come. They know what that's like. <laughs> uh, a, a quality team such as United. Uh, the Panthers will be this year, but yeah, so it'll be great. Uh, looking really looking forward to it. Talk to them; they're they're happy to have us. Um, they do have some food items too, so there's food to have there while you're watching the game. Uh, for those of you who weren't aware, please come out and not going to Knoxville. Come out and join us at three o'clock. Yeah. Kick off at three thirty at Halfway Crooks in Summerhill. Um, yeah. So, uh, do we want to do a prediction on? Uh, what we think is going to happen in the game? I think on Panther Talk, I did... I think somebody said... I forget what it was, but I combined the worst of two scenarios, and I said 42-3 to three, that we don't score a touchdown. We just get a field goal at some point. And I think I stand by that prediction. 42-3. to 42-3. Three. I think our offense this year is going to be pretty darn good, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, we've, we're bringing back a lot of starters. We seem like we have a lot of depth and a lot of uh, skill at the um, skill positions. I don't think it's gonna be enough. No, yeah, I uh, I, I remember on, on Panther Talk. My question was, I, I see all these people picking these scores in the, the teen, the teens or the twenties, and I'm like, and, and granted they had us losing, you know, you know, forty to twenty or what, what the score may be, uh, but uh, I just don't see us scoring a lot of touchdowns unless they come uh, late in the game in garbage time. Uh, so I don't know if I have actually a, a real prediction. Uh, you know, I think that Tennessee scores a whole lot and. Uh, if we score anything respectable, it's coming late in the game when the game's uh, definitely over. Uh, so yeah, I'll go with a, um, we'll say forty-two to seventeen. All right. So that's what two touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah, but they, two touchdowns well, we, we, come we, late. We, we, we may we may get a, a kickoff return or something like that. You know, that's find, traditionally find, how we do it. Find our next Albert but, Wilson. Yeah, in but there. who is that? I don't know. He's not playing anymore, is he? <laughs> I think he's on um, a team down in Miami. Yeah, 
pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, some fish team or something like pretty that. Pretty sure yeah, he's yeah, on my fantasy yeah. team <laughs> this year. Did you actually draft him or did you? Oh, just I, dra- I drafted him second or third to last. <laughs> I was pretty pissed because I think I picked him and then somebody picked up Will Lutz. And I know that you have a rule against picking people from uh, a certain team to well, the I rest mean, of us. Well, the, the guy is dead to me, so but, um, uh, yeah. Nah, come on. They can lose all their games, but as long as he makes all his kicks, that's fine. Yeah, you know? but he, he can't be making any more game-winning kicks. That's, no, that, no, that, no, that's, no. That's there will be no game-winning kicks. Uh, for any chance whatsoever at, all, whatsoever at all that Will ends up listening to this podcast or anybody who knows him listens to it, I wish he had a long, luxurious career in the NFL and that as long as he's in a Saints uniform, that team loses every single game. But on to the next subject. <laughs> uh, so I think we we, uh, we skipped what I was wanting to start off with, uh, which was what our um, uh, tailgating is going to be like at Georgia State Stadium this season, which I guess it's good that we skipped it because we're not tailgating this first week. We're, um, we're away. So, yeah, uh, I think that we knew going into Georgia State Stadium with all the development that Carter was going to be doing – that things were going to be different pretty much every season. And, and you know, going into our third, that's, that's the case. We've, we've not done anything the same uh, yet. Uh, I do like what uh, Georgia State has decided to do this season. Uh, we have a lot of difficulties because with the, the new uh, student housing going up, um, which was being built last year, and then we were, where we were tailgating last year in the green lot and all those handicapped spaces and those just outside of it, uh, that's... Uh, they, they expect to be fenced off before the first game against Furman. Uh, we, that's not available. So parking, actual parking is going to be in the back green lot, uh, which is really far away from the stadium and not even easy to be seen. When that's can, the footprint of Atlanta, Fulton County, right? Right. That, that Back in that general area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, what they... Stadium, I should say, for everyone who doesn't understand what... The old chop shop. Yeah, the old... Uh, so what they've... Uh, done with this is they decided to bring everybody in we have that victory plaza i forget what the braves called it, it wasn't called it's called something else I don't know. but uh victory plaza which we is still that, the hank aaron sta- uh well, hank aaron yeah. statue still there right where, where the hank aaron statue but is. no other there's all the other pedestals are there all but gone. there's nothing there yeah, yeah. We, just, yeah. we just were like hank aaron's ours <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> he's the best football player we've ever had <laughs> uh, could have been um <laughs> So, so that, that area out there, outside of ticketing and that just big, um, like, bricked uh, space out there, Georgia State is going to set up tents for a number of fans out there. and they're so basically like 70 to 80 of them, right? Yeah, it's close to 100, I believe. Cool. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a combination <clears throat> of fans. It's, they're obviously doing it based off of uh, your pack priority points, how much money you've donated to the university, how long you've had season tickets, stuff like that. And they've also looked at, from what I understand, they've looked at who are the people that are uh, coming in and tailgating early. They, they can see who has had their parking passes scanned, and they come in, they know what time that people got there. And the people that get there early are the ones that are getting priority as well. Well, as well as the big donors and whatnot. So how does that work for people like me that just load up a wagon and walk over? I mean, I think it's no different for you whatsoever at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you, how do they know you, if I'm there early? Uh, well, that is one of the benefits of uh, the Georgia State fan base is uh, <laughs> uh, pretty much if you're there early, you're on a first-name basis with the people that make all these decisions. That's true. That's <laughs> true. They're, they're out there as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, and if you're not, get in touch with them because they're great people out there. They're, 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 they're trying, very accessible. They're, they're trying hard. And, uh, yep. yes, yes, they are accessible, which is uh, <laughs> a luxury that we have at this stage in the game that uh, most other FBS universities don't come close to. But so, yeah, so they're going to set these tents up. 
before us, and I think it's just tents. There was uh, talk at first that there may have been something else with like grills or whatnot, but I, I can kind of understand. You know, storing a hundred tents is really easy. Storing a hundred grills and dealing with either propane or coals or whatnot—that's that—that makes things a little bit more difficult. You know about tables? Uh, tables. I asked about tables, and I was told that is something that we can look into. So um, game time decision. Maybe so. Got it. Maybe so. I think. We're either gonna have tables or we're not. <laughs> Someone get that GSU credit card and go to Costco and pick up some uh, tables. Uh, Costco, not sponsor of this episode, oh, but God. they could be. <laughs> man, there you go. You gotta stop giving out these free ads, man. Uh, so yeah. So what the process is gonna be is you can get there early. I'm assuming these tents are gonna be set up the night before. Uh, because they say you can actually get there early in the morning and you will be able to pull in your car into Victory <clears throat> Plaza, dump off all of your stuff, uh, your grills, your chairs, your tables, uh, your coolers, everything you may have, and then pull your car out. And then if you get there super early, uh, you'll be able to go back and park in the green lot. Uh, but I think it's five hours before kickoff, Georgia Avenue will be closed to anybody, uh, to everybody who does not have um, a. Uh, a tent inside of Victory Plaza, and those people will still be able to pull onto George Avenue, go in there, drop off their stuff as usual. But they get to park their car right there on Georgia Ave, so they'll be very easily accessible. And I like that it's five hours before. A lot of times you hear uh, as short as two hours. Sometimes it's you know four hours. I think is what the Falcons do before kickoff that the lots officially open. Yeah, so what is that like? So we have three thirty kicks and seven thirty kicks, but like three thirty, it's. Oh, you're gonna make me do math with twelves involved. So yeah, so that's uh, nine, nine thirty, ten, ten thirty, ten thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I put you on the spot there a little bit, but that's okay, important I, information. I, I'm we'll be there you. before ten thirty. Well, then. the first game is uh, seven thirty kickoff, so we'll be there too. Oh, well, I mean, they'll be it'll be close at two. We'll be there oh, probably yeah. still early before that, anyways. Oh, man, those seven thirty kickoffs though, right? That's awesome. Yes. How great is that? Yeah. This is the first <coughs> night Saturday game at Georgia State Stadium, and it's the only second Saturday night game in Georgia State football history. Yeah. Why have we not been playing at night? We've been asking them, I think. They send out those those surveys, and, and I don't know how they come back, but I know I've always answered I want some night games. Especially, Mix it up. Especially at the beginning of the season. It's yeah. hot out there. Yeah. It's really hot. Yeah, it's hot. You, know, you go out there for a 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock kick, and you're baking in that sun. <clears throat> yep. uh, I mean, I specifically picked my seats in the stadium to be in a shaded space because because of that reason. Yeah. I pay a little extra to be in the mezzanine yeah, or whatever, it, yeah. 300 level. So um, I think it's a great idea that we have these late kicks, and hopefully everybody comes out for the Furman game and kind of shows the athletics administration that it is a good idea yeah. and it works out well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, at least try it though, right? Like that's that's been my point all along is trying out different times and seeing what works and what doesn't work. The only night, I mean, we've had the one night game before, but the only other night games before that were like Thursday nights and things like and that. Fri- don't forget the Friday. Well, and the Friday well, opener. Well, and so that's the thing is they're like, well, these, you know, the, these are highly successful, like, but we don't know how that actually works on a Saturday on like a normally right. scheduled exactly. thing. And so it's good that we're going to try out some new things. I'm excited we're about mixing it. Mixing it up. I think there's 3. I think there's yeah, something three like that. There's a bunch. night Saturday games. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. I'm not sure how... It's a ex- lot of tailgate time. I was about to say, I'm not sure how excited my wife is about me getting down there at uh, you know, 8 a.m. to start tailgating for a, a 7 p.m. game. I but, will have uh, a lot of headaches. <laughs> we just get there at the same time anyway, right? You know, you know, one of the first things I do when the Falcons schedule comes out is I go and look at how many games they the Falcons have following a Georgia State home game because oh, that really dictates <laughs> what kind of position, what kind of tailgating oh. I want to do for, for the Falcons. Right on. 
So yeah, but so 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 they they have the tents. They'll be set up for us. Uh, one question I have because I got my parking passes uh, for this in with my season ticket package. It did not have a numbered space for my tent on there. It's just the, the parking space for Georgia Avenue. So I don't think it's a first come first serve basis on the tents. Not really a bad idea if it is. But I, I guess uh, we'll just be wandering around the, the 70 or so tents. Maybe we'll get some communication beforehand. Um, I'm not complaining. It's just, I just I don't know the answer to the question. So, yeah, so we'll, I guess we'll find out somehow where we're going to be set up. But I do know that they're going to have uh, cornhole boards set up for people to use. And there will be music playing. Uh, I don't know what kind of music we'll be playing, but there'll be music playing there. So uh, that'll be nice. It should be a, a good experience. Uh, and I think it'll be great. We'll have a, a big tailgates uh, area right there inside the stadium. I think that's um, it's trying something new, and I th- I, I yeah. like the idea of it. They, when I was talking to some of the people there, they were telling me, you know, obviously they're going for some of the historic type tailgating experiences at other universities, specifically the Grove uh, at Ole Miss, and uh, Bama does it too. They've got the tents right. set up. They're all electrified and everything. Yeah, too, I, I did there. ask if we could have power there, and I was told generators would be looked into. <laughs> we've got some uh, we've got some fans that that know how to hook it up. I'm pretty sure there's an electric outlet somewhere around there too. Yeah. There's probably one under Hank as well. Um, <laughs> but uh, generates all the power himself. Exa- exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that's one one question that they they asked, and uh, uh, and I, I think this is something cool to discuss. Is uh, so Ole Miss has the Grove, and the Falcons have Home Depot's uh, the backyard back porch i think it's what it's called uh, over there they opened up uh last season i believe it was uh they want a name they want a name what, what are we going to call this space i mean it's, it's on victory applause if they want to have a name for our tailgate there um i was thinking going back uh, uh bringing back an old name from the centennial park days of uh of their concert series on the bricks tailgate on the bricks that was my suggestion i think it's literally bricks too right it, it is it, it is bricks it's like- it's, 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 not I don't, I don't th- it's not like concrete. Right, it's, it's little bricks, yeah. so it'd be it'd be tailgating on the bricks. I think yeah. that, that's a. a it might name. be trademarked or something though. Uh, I, I searched, <laughs> and and so so when you so did, are you from? Do you remember <clears throat> the Centennial Park on the bricks? Uh, I concerts? remember hearing about it because it was like ninety nine X days, right? Was it? Uh, it was later than that. Uh, I mean, nine X was probably still. I mean. Maybe one of the times that 9X was around, yeah. but uh, but so when I when I thought the Show idea, I was like, I was like, oh man, there's that concert series. It does it. I was like, I mean, you know, I haven't heard anything about it for a little while. I wonder if they still do it. 2004. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. 15 years ago yeah, was the last time. That, 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 and I'm just surprised. Yeah. I, I I guess I don't go to enough concerts. I did not realize they were not doing the on the bricks. It's also what Park. happens when you get old. That is true. You're like, what? That was just yesterday. Yeah, and then, then and you look back and you have two kids in your house now. And you're like, where did they come from? <laughs> so, uh, on the bricks was an idea I had. Uh, I talked to somebody else. He suggested an, an old uh, term for the this team, the Concrete Jungle, which is I like I like the name Concrete Jungle. I'm not sure if it really applies to this kind of tailgate setup. No, but uh, I like the name. I think that we need to use that, in some especially way. given that it's concrete. Right. I mean, that it's not concrete. <laughs> right. Right. That right. it's bricks. Yes. So that's uh, that's um, I, I like the name. We need to use that somewhere. Yeah. Concrete jungle, even if it's just t-shirts or something like that. Or the stadium. You know. I mean. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We got to rename the field. Well, whenever that money dries up. At but... some point. <laughs> the money's still there, right? You got to you got to uphold the contract, or you're gonna. Eh, I don't know. Well, let's stay positive on this whole thing. Yep, sorry. <laughs> so uh, on the bricks and <coughs> jungle, uh, n- another one. I think this uh, 
this actually may have an idea that they floated by uh, the front porch. Uh, I mean, because it's kind of southern, right? It's yeah. a southern thing. Yeah, I think. But like, are we all drinking sweet tea and from Long Island? Like, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Panther patio is one that I thought of. Mm, no, no, no. Not for I, the... I, I get where you were going with the alliteration, but yeah, uh, yeah. probably not. Patio, like. P-A-W. No, no, okay. no, 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 that's too much. No, 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 no. I mean, like, if frankly, it's... I'm embarrassed that I'm on this podcast with you and you said that out loud. <laughs> hey, 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 if we can, if we can have Thursdays, yeah. So uh, no, no, we shouldn't do that either. So Thursdays or whatever, it's yeah, yeah. Thursday, yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, yeah, so if uh, anybody has a suggestion for what we can call this, I think it's great if it's organically grown versus. I like on kind of the bricks. I think it's. Cool. I think it's great too, and it's my idea, so I like it even better. We should get like a poster made like a banner and just do it and do like, it. like they don't need to name it we just get something printed out 100 bucks something like that on the bricks with some panther stuff i like it i like it yeah i like it uh all right so you heard it. it's officially called on the bricks now so according to um this first ever podcast we did not name the podcast yet though just so everybody's <laughs> so, clear so we, we can no name for the podcast but we named should we name the podcast on the bricks as <laughs> no, well no, no probably not <laughs> this one can be concrete jungle. we're surrounded by concrete <laughs> we are right in my now. basement on yeah. concrete right now so uh yeah uh, another thing, so that the 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 uh, pack events that they've been doing at the tailgates will also be just offset from where all the tents will be set up, and that's where you'll be able to go and get your uh, your free uh, drinks and food items and whatnot, uh, which I think will be nice. It's not too far away, um, and it'll be for every game other than game two. So if you were looking at your season tickets and you did not have your drink and food coupons for game two, like I didn't, and was like, ah, what the heck? How do you miss game two? <laughs> Uh, that is the alumni tailgate for homecoming, and uh, is it all free? No, it's 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 for purchase. It's, oh, it's the homecoming. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think it's I think it's twenty five dollars, but it's free food. Um, food. I, I, and I, think, I, I think I think there's like a food item, and then you get all you can drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Beer it's and worth wine. It. It's yeah. totally worth. It's, it's a cool thing. It's absolutely doing. absolutely yeah. worth it. Yeah, but that'll be in the same space. The pack it's, uh, Jim and Nick's barbecue. Jim and Nick's. Is it Jim and Nick's? Jim. Is that the name of a barbecue? There place? is a barbecue place. Named That's Jim what and it is. That is that one then. Yep. Uh, excellent. Yeah, and, and, and Jim and Nix has worked with us in the past. They've yep. they've been one of our food providers for these yep. events. So that, that, I think that'll be great. We'll talk about more about that when it comes up. Um, I, I was going to say, like, one of the best events they did last year was in Victory Plaza. I think it was for Homecoming. They did, like, a whole – the pack event moved from that little tent, and they moved into yeah. Victory Plaza, and they did all kinds of games, and they had cornhole, and they had all kinds of things going on. You know what on, it reminded and... me of? It reminded me of outside of the stadium in Orlando for our first – bowl game oh yeah that was but good that, they had they, that whole street closed off closed yeah, off yeah. and people were selling that was a lot yeah. of fun yeah that, that was, was a good lot of fun. There were a lot and, of giveaways and, and stuff that, and that's what that yeah. reminded me was just yep. everybody kind of in there together socializing so uh yeah it's good to see things being tried out and it, it sounds like it'll be good i'm looking forward to it the, the key here is come tailgate <laughs> right? don't just don't just show up at game time and then like expect to have the best time in the world like come out enjoy the fans have a blast. Come have a beer with us. Absolutely. Because come one, come all. We, I would tell you which all... tent we'd be in, but we don't know yet. Yeah, we'll raise our hands to whoever. I mean... We'll, be, we'll, we'll have the big sign that says on the bricks. David, that's, that's yeah, that's we'll right. <laughs> David wears a bucket hat. <laughs> yes, I do have a bucket so hat. So there's a bucket hat. Sometimes there's a fedora around. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, come, come, out. Out, come out to the tailgate. Uh, so there, there are still some questions we have about this whole thing, which I guess we'll find out in the coming <clears> days, <throat> if not uh, once we get there. Um, how long can we stay there afterwards? Or can we stay there after the game? They have said 
that they want us to pack up our stuff and put it back in our cars before going into the game, which it's all fine. It, I mean, it, it makes it makes sense. Security, you know, I don't know if you can actually, even if you had a lot of security there, I'm not sure if you could have enough people to really justify and say, oh, this person doesn't belong to this tent or how you're right. gonna do something like that. So I kind of get that, but I feel like a lot of people are probably just going to leave a lot of their stuff there and pick it up on the way out. Uh, are they going to heavily enforce that? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, is it a place that we can hang out in afterwards if there's a um, if there's a, a win or a, just a game we just want to spend some more time together or whatnot? Um, can we do that? Um, I guess that's my, my, my only real questions to find out what's going to happen. Obviously, in finding out where our, our spaces are going to be. Um, the key is just to do it if you want to, and yeah. then you know they'll ask you to leave if they want you to leave. Yeah, exactly. And, and if you want to leave, like, then... I bought tickets. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, Sorry to all you athletics people that are listening. Uh, if, if any of you are listening, we're very appreciative of what you're doing, but <laughs> yeah. it'll it'll never be good enough. But don't you know not, that? And, and you're also not going to kick me out because uh, you know I'm going to have a good time at Georgia State stuff. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, is there anything you could think of that would they could do to make this better? We talked about the tables or the grills or power or whatnot. Um, I, I mean, I like the, I like it where it's, I think it's a good starting point. Yeah, I don't know. So it, I think it's really cool they're thinking outside the box and that they're trying to come up with a solution to moving us around as as the whole Summerhill area morphs and changes. Because every year it's going to change, right? Right. Victory well, the, Plaza the, isn't going to change. Right. And and, I, and and you saying this just reminded me of something that I was told. Uh, and I forgot to put it in my notes here. Um, the panther walk, the panther walk will go right through these tents in the tailgate. This, oh, cool! This will be so I don't have to move. You don't have to move at all. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I know. That's that, great. That, I hate that, moving that for twenty or thirty feet. Of it. Yeah, it was rough. Man. When they walked right behind us, that was so difficult. I mean, but yeah, so they're gonna come right through. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous if you actually see the what they're actually doing because their dressing rooms, their locker rooms, their dressing rooms, their locker rooms are obviously inside of the stadium, so they're not being bussed to the stadium any longer. So they're actually walking out of the stadium, just taking like a down the like, street, <laughs> like an ellipse. Like what is that? that? What is it? Was it called Pollard right there? I don't know. Uh, uh, that goes along the inter that um, parallel to the to the. Uh, I'm not sure the one on the interstate, but yeah, yeah. So, so they're going to over walk. by that other barbecue place, the bullpen. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So from, from uh, what I not yet a sponsor either. Just, uh... <laughs> Never been there, but sure, go ahead. Uh, I live in the neighborhood. I still haven't been there. So. I, I do know that Athletics had checked it out when they nope. when they uh, moved into the offices there. But my yes. wife has been there. She said. Eh, yeah, you don't well, need to bar go. Bar barbecue, man. You know, it's good. Barbecue's good. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's like pizza and sex. Ex exactly. Yeah. You know, even when it's bad, it's still a little it's good. Still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, they're gonna walk out of the stadium and come down whatever that street is, uh, and they're gonna turn in there and they're gonna come through and they're gonna parade through with the band and pounce and the cheerleaders and everybody are gonna go right through this tailgate. And I think this really will be uh, the best kind of environment we've had for the players and for fans to see the Panther walk. I think it'll be really fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. So that's a good job. Big thumbs up towards athletics for uh, this decision. On, yeah, I'm on excited this. about it. I think it's yeah. going to work out pretty well. So I don't, I don't have anything now, but I'm sure throughout the season I'll have. And it's something we'll ideas. talk about. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I, that's one of the things I do want to talk about is leading into each week. What we're gonna, what are we gonna be putting on the the grill or the smoker? What do we plan on eating this tailgate? What do we plan on drinking this tailgate? Um, so I think we'll have a lot of fun with that as well. So Tennessee is what it's uh it's light beer because well not like light beer not like light calorically but lighter tasting beer and uh, meat pies. For Tennessee, at halfway crooks. At halfway crooks, there you go. Yeah, there we got go. meat pies. There, there you go. They they got meat, meat pies and French fries. I have not had the meat pies. I've not eaten it. I've been to halfway crooks. I've not eaten there. I but, either. Uh, yeah. But 
I've seen the food and it looks good. They have it the season good. seasoned fries. It looks like heavy. And it's heavy, basically heavy all seasoned. five bucks. Yeah, everything on the menu is about five bucks. Yeah, exactly. And, there, yeah. and there's plenty of options if you want to hit, get get a full meal before before the game. You can, there, there's some other options around there. We'll, t- we'll talk about that as well. Um, actually, let's do that. Let's talk about. Sorry to jump you around. So no, much. no, this is great. It's, it's on my <laughs> list. It's on my list. Uh, Summerhill. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> what an awesome place this is. I mean, um, they have so much going on over there now. So much has opened up. I think it's going to be a brand new experience. Obviously, it's a brand new experience for everybody. But uh, do you think that there's any part of, like, the Braves organization they are kind of, like, looking back right now and being like, yo, this is, this is all we wanted. It doesn't make any sense. This is all me. we wanted. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, no, the Braves organization, I, I don't know what they were expecting. I think they were just sitting back and, like, hoping something happened. Like, they were crossing their fingers. But, like, they very easily could have made something like this happen. Exactly. Those buildings sat there. Vacant. Just decrepit. I mean, yes. the thing is, when Carter came in, they were like, oh, we'll have it done by this time. Everything's running a little bit late. And they've basically come out and been like, yeah, those buildings were a lot rougher than we thought right, because right. they were just sitting there decaying. Right. And, and uh, I've been inside of Halfway Crooks. I mean, I've, I've drank at Halfway Crooks. I've been inside of uh, the barbecue place, Woods Chapel. I've not eaten there yet. Um, you just showed up? Well, no. I, I, <laughs> like, what? like, what? You were just like, hey, guys, I'm here. Hey, this is going to be a big surprise to you and everyone <laughs> uh, listening who knows me, but I went in there for a beer. <laughs> All right, that's fair. I went in with a couple of the packed board members uh, after, and one they've of our got meetings. the helmet up. They do have the helmet and, up there, and I think a pounce bobblehead with was the pounce, with the bobblehead? with the the, finger, the one with the, the one up, yeah, the, the Grady Hospital one. Yeah, I, I think have so. my desk at work. My daughter yeah. like saying, "I have one idea." Pounce <laughs> has one idea, but really is like just throwing up the number one. Yeah, because we're the best team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> best team, best team in the state, right? Uh, by some qu- qualification, I'm sure it's it's true. Yes, in yes. my heart. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so there's a lot of places. Uh, let me know if I got uh, if I have any of these wrong. We have Halfway Crooks, the the, the brewery, Woods Chapel Barbecue, Junior's Pizza, Big Softy, the ice cream place, Little Tart Bake Shop, and then a little Little Bear. <clears throat> this is another restaurant, Little Bear. It's not open yet, not, but not open that's yet. Okay. Uh, that's they've got like small plates. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think it's like tapas and stuff. But is there am I missing? Is there something else there that I that's missed? all that's open minus now. Little Bear? Little Bear's not open. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, have you been? So Ryan lives. Uh, I live in Summerhill. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his backyard is uh, are these places? So. I, I I bought in like three and a half years ago before Georgia State even purchased you know Turner Field because that, I but knew, after it was announced because I no it wasn't. I figured it was going to happen, oh, it, but they it, were it was, still it, it going was, through. It was after the Braves announced they were and leaving. And we still got, like, the Waterworld, whatever. Okay. And <laughs> Margaritaville. Some other weird <laughs> thing. The casino got threatened, you know? Yeah. Like, so I sort of was like, well, I figure Georgia State's going to buy it and that this thing's going to happen. And everything, thank God, has happened well, exactly the way I expected. I, and my when, house has gone up, like, $200,000. When you were but, looking there, I told you what a great idea it yep. was and how we wanted to do the same thing. We were not in the position to be moving at the time. And when we did move, we looked very, very, very heavily in Summerhill, and uh, man, the prices just went up so fast that it priced us out of there. What so we, sucks is that about midnight, I'll like let the dog out, and I'm on my back front patio, and I can smell like barbecue bris- brisket just like smoking overnight, <laughs> you know, hogs. and it's just ugh. So I'm assuming that you've been to all of these places. Yep, absolutely. Okay. So, um, uh, what what is your take on? Uh, what we have down there now. So, without throwing anybody under the bus. No, I'm throwing somebody under the bus. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So the barbecue place is okay. 
Mm. It's all right. They're trying to do a little too much, in my opinion. The okay. menu's a little crazy. Because, I mean, if you if you go there, you'll actually see one menu on the board, but there's this whole half of the menu that, like, I don't even know how you're supposed to see it except for online. They've got tacos. They've got uh, sandwiches yeah. that aren't on the menu, right? They just have, like, the meat on the menu, and uh, on the board at least. <clears throat> and I feel like they try to do a little too much. The meat is all cooked to perfection. It's wonderfully seasoned. It's beautiful. Which is really the number one thing when it comes to a barbecue restaurant. I disagree, but the sauce. Oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. You you like barbecue sauce? That's, I think. Well, I think I think anyone with you know with a, any kind of skill can get the meat right, right? I mean, they've got a whole smokehouse. They can get it right. It's fine. It's fine. Thank God they get it right. Because if you mess that up, <laughs> then you mess it. You messed up big. The sauces are just they're okay. They've got a couple of sauces. They got one called a hogwash, which is vinegar based, and right. you're supposed to put it on the pork sandwich. Then they've got one that's very sweet. It's very brown sugary to put on your ribs and your brisket, which is um, which is it's okay. It's a, it's very pungent. It's very flavorful. Uh, it's just a little it's a little bit much. And then what's the other one? the other one? I'm not even sure what it is. It's just never. It's not. It's, it's so unremarkable. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> well, being from Memphis, being someone you know, the 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 home of what real barbecue is, uh, <clears throat> for me, it is about that barbecue uh, properly. Prepared barbecue does not require any sauce or well, seasoning. Well, it's all dry rubs there, right? I mean, that's well, that's the, not all dry that's rub. What, that's that's, that's that, Memphis Memphis, style, Memphis, Memphis is known for the dry yeah. dry rub, which I do say uh, is fantastic. Yeah. It, it, I I do like the dry rub. Uh, there's nothing wrong with a big sloppy sticky rub, but uh, I maybe it's just the uniqueness out of it. I, yeah. I do like the dry rub, so I'm a fan. I have not. I, I, was there while people were eating and it did smell great and it looked great but I did not try anything yet they've got these like pork belly fried rice though that's pretty delicious yeah I saw I was looking at their menu they had a couple of side items and their sides all had meat so I can get a plate of meat and then two sides that have more meat in them this sounds like exactly what I need in my life but you're not going to get away like we have a family of three you know a three year old so she gets a kids meal and then you know me and my partner and we don't get out of there for less than fifty bucks. Yeah, I did. I did it's notice pricey. the price because I, I was uh, I work from home a couple of days a week and I was think being so close I was like I'm just gonna run over there and you know, grab my uh, and you know I can I can afford you know twenty twenty five dollars twenty eight or twenty five dollars for uh, lunch but it's not really what I want to do yeah, yeah on it's a regular not reasonable basis. Regularly, I, yeah. I think their pulled pork plate was like seventeen fifty with sides and everything and I'm like you know uh, that's great but I'll go in there and I'm gonna get a beer. Two yep. because that's what I do. So, and they've got yeah. pie, and the pie is the pretty pie's solid. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to trying it out. I like testing out the barbecue here. They got to work their menu out. Yeah, and they will. Yeah, for they, sure. They're restaurateurs. They know what they're doing. They've got a couple of other it's successful a great things. Space. Yeah, and it's, it's a, a great, great space. space. It is a great space. That, that, that outdoor patio when and it's the not game too room in the out. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, have you been to Junior's Pizza? I have been to Junior's Pizza, yeah. and give um, a thumbs up on that one. Yeah, so my big complaint about all the restaurants in general is that they're a little pricey. They're yeah. a little bit more expensive than I'd like, but Junior's is not. Junior's is about two seventy five a slice, which oh, I think yeah. is like I mean I think that's yeah. good. I think if you went to Rosa's, Rosa's is about two seventy five a slice that's plus a good, toppings, and um, and it's it's delicious. They've got so the the key is that their pepperoni is the little ones that curl up on the edges. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. And they, they get a little crispy. Go crispy. I love that. I love that. It's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. I haven't tried their calzones yet. I hear they're good. But uh, um, I like I, it. I, I, what, is, what is your take on calzones? So you, you are pro-calzone. I'm pro-calzone. I mean... There, there's a lot of people that uh, think that calzones are like a waste of pizza dough. And, that doesn't and, make any sense. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you. I watch, maybe I watch too much Parks and Recreation That's... where they, they make fun of the guy for eating uh, all the calzones. Calzones are... What? I, okay. 
They're a little pricey. So yeah. that's my thing. And I mean, you know, I you get a slice and a slice is a slice so, works. So, it's easy. Sometimes to eat a slice and, is all you need. Do that. Slice and a pint of beer. What else do you need in life, right. right? So they didn't have beer when I've been there. They okay. just got their liquor license pretty soon. I, they had a fridge full of beer and they told me they couldn't sell it. And oh, what, like, what a tease! Yeah, what like, a come tease! On, come on, man. Dude, but it's all right, good. you can't sell it. Give me one. Yeah, just give me one. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's not illegal to give me one. I can't. I know I can't drink it here, but uh, so then I've actually been to Big Softy, but I went to Big Softy after leaving Halfway Crooks and having a few there. So I don't. I don't. I think it was good. It was ice cream. It couldn't be that bad, right? It's it's interesting for sure. I had uh, vanilla when I was there, and it's very what vanilla tastes like. But then I got my partner some chocolate, Mm -hmm. and I tasted it, and I was like, "This is weird. Not bad." But different, different, and okay. that's good, right? You don't want the same old, yeah, same old. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, "This is pretty interesting." Um, it's again pretty pricey. Yeah, we got out of there for like twenty bucks for yeah. like two people and a kid. Yeah, for yeah. for some soft serve ice cream, but it was delicious. I could justify doing it once a month. Oh, there you go, there you go, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense to me. I mean, although if you're taking in, uh, your kid for a walk or whatnot, and you walk past a ice cream shop, it's gonna be hard to get out of there just once a month. Well, or you're buying them. She loves going a little tart. Okay, so got, that's, that was next, little tart, yeah. Yeah, because they've got cookies. Ah. And so she loves going there, and their cookies, I think, are like a buck a piece. They're, nice. they're not bad. They keep them in a jar. They know that it's for, like, the kids to, to get that, and it's delicious. Um, there are things that are pricey on the menu, but, like, you can avoid them. Okay. Um, I think they have a quote on the on the board, on the the menu or whatever, that just, it's an Anthony Bourdain quote, and it just says, that's a good croissant, and it... It's, it is. It's, it's a good croissant. It is. I, I get a Queen Amon there, though. Mm-hmm. A Queen Amon is basically if you added more butter to a croissant. I don't feel like you could go wrong doing that. Yeah, so traditionally, the way they make it is they stick a thing of butter inside of croissant dough, and then they wrap it around. That's Ooh. how they bake it. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's what they do, but it is, like, hollowed out and, like, delicious. Uh, but yeah, that's it's oh. definitely something you can only do once in a while. Not because it's pricey, like I've been complaining about, but only because it's, 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 it's butter. Pricey. It's butter. <laughs> and, 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 and the caloric price, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's getting you up there. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, and there's, so there's more to come. So there, there's Little Bear that's going to be coming out there, and there's a couple other places. I see signs up there yeah. for other things opening up. I think that'll be great if, uh, for those people that uh, don't tailgate. There's places they can go for pre-games. You know, go to, yep. go, go to the, the brewery, go to the... Uh, the restaurants, or those when we do have those earlier games that get out, you can you know uh, go and eat at the restaurants or have a brew right there. I think it'll be a good game day experience for everybody. There's, um, I look forward to seeing a lot of blue and white um, out there at those uh, outdoor patios and whatnot in the coming weeks and months. Yes. So. Well, I was kind of happy we were doing the watch party in town yep. or in this in Summer Hills, kind of to let those business owners know that we want to be there and we are happy that they're like helping our ecosystem right and it makes know? sense it just, yeah. it just it makes sense for everybody hopefully uh they will uh, want to embrace us as much as we want to embrace them because i yeah. think it could be a great relationship down there one thing i did notice is that you made a comment about hellman and the bobblehead i feel like this place should be inundated with uh just, yeah. georgia state posters and pennants and banners and pom-poms and stuff like that and maybe maybe that's something that athletics and marketing has planned leading up to 
the actual um, season starting and whatnot, but I kind of feel like that when I go into any of these places, I should be able to look at any wall and know what the schedule of Georgia State football is, or, <laughs> yeah. or basketball for that matter, and whatnot. And I didn't see a lot of that there. Not so yet, but hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it gets there. Honestly, it's going to take us going there, though. They're going to have to know that their clientele cares about that before they really start doing it, and that's on us. Well, and, and when you and I both talked to Halfway Crooks before this uh, watch party got planned, and uh, as you said, I, I got one person's contact information, you got another person's contact information, and we got it all worked out, but as they t- told you, it's like, yeah, um, we've had a, multiple people ask about showing the game here, yeah. so we're going we're gonna to have it out here. So people are wanting to be there, and yeah. that's great. That's great. It's, it's great for the city, the university, the fans, the program, everything. So. In one of the buildings um, closer to the stadium, they've got this giant American flag always waving. And I remember last year, uh, before one of the games, they did put a giant Georgia State flag up there. Oh, that's great. A, a massive one. And then, But I noticed a little bit later in the season that even on game day, they just kept the American flag. And I was like, well, there's something missing here. But the heart's there, and they've got the – product they've right. got the flag to put up there i'm like dude call me yeah, exactly. i'll just do it in the morning <laughs> when, like, when you when you walk by leave me with the your, flag i'll you, just you yeah. have it in your wagon and right. as you walk by right. you just toss it up my there. wagon and my kid and my flag there you, you know? go I'll you're just set <laughs> you're set so yeah i think that summer hill is gonna be uh an awesome place for us to experience this season going forward just like everything else it'll be changing out there so uh it should be a good time it should be a very good time uh Something else I want to talk about, uh, I don't know how much we have to say about it because neither one of us were there. The Braves night at SunTrust Park for the um, for Georgia State, uh, you know, there was a lot of commotion when the uh, college nights were announced and Georgia State was not one of those initial teams. They had uh, that school out east. They had that school up northwest. Um, the 316 school and the 75 school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, but Georgia State was not listed in there at all. And, you know, uh, I don't know if they're bitter about how great our stadium is or whatnot. But, uh, so there was a lot of Twitter stuff going on. I was actually pretty impressed. You know, there was, uh, there were a lot of people that were really harping on them for it, not just the diehard fans from message boards and whatnot. And so we got a Georgia State night. Is that the, other school featured at all? They got, they got added as well. Okay. Later all on. Right. Later on. So, um, uh, yeah. You threw me off track because sorry, yeah, that's I know. just like you know, know. PTSD and whatnot. But uh, so they finally they did have uh, Georgia State night. I could not make it. Uh, my wife was out of town, so I was having to be a good father for once and take care of my kids. So I wasn't able to make it out there. But I did buy a ticket and I did make sure it got scanned by somebody and someone picked up my my co branded hat. I'm very excited about getting. I've not gotten it yet. But talking to people and reading the message board, it looks like this was one of those very rare but very awesome Georgia State successes. Yeah, well executed. Yeah, there it seems like it was very, very evident that there were a lot of Georgia State alum and fans there. Uh, football team out there doing their thing. Coach Elliott out yep. there uh, getting on the big screen during the game. Uh, I, I wish I was there. I wish I could have made it. Um, but I've I th- still not been to SunTrust. It's a good stadium. Yeah? Yeah. Um, there are things about it better than Georgia State Stadium. And there are things that, I mean, I guess, I, I'm saying Georgia State Stadium because I don't like calling it Turner Field. There are th- it's, it's not Turner Field. But, so, but, but, but I'm, what I'm referring to is what Turner Field was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are things about mm-hmm. SunTrust that are better than Turner Field. What Turner Field was, there are things that are better about Turner Field than what uh, yeah. SunTrust have. Um, you know, I'll, we, we maybe can go into that in uh, full detail on another, another podcast. podcast or whatnot. But, uh, you know, 
as much as I dislike the Braves leaving the city proper of Atlanta, it worked out so well for Georgia State that I can't be too upset about it. So This has been perfect for us. Fantastic. But yeah, so it sounds like everyone had a great time out there, and I hope this becomes a regular thing. And uh, to whoever this has to go out to, whether it be someone in Braves marketing or Georgia State marketing, love the co-branded hat. Next time, let's go with the Panther head instead of the word mark. Uh, you people in your logos. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't. That panther head is such a great. They're both official, but I know they, I, they buy, I buy more more panther head stuff. But if we buy more panther head stuff, they'll put more panther head yeah, stuff on. That, maybe that's another, another uh, topic we can go into about merchandising because uh, I have a lot of a lot of comments about how much that stuff costs. <laughs> it was recently my birthday though, and my uh, my mother in law got me a hundred dollar gift card to the Georgia bookstore, so I bought four things. Uh, four were they I on clearance? Things I bought four. I bought two small things and, and two larger things. I was, 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 was going to say like, yeah, how much of a shirt did you? Get she to pay also for? sent a very small pounce plushie to my daughter, uh, and that was eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars. I pulled it out and I was like, oh man, my kid wouldn't known this without her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank God for Graham. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, so it sounds like SunTrust Park was a big success for the, the Braves and uh, Drew State Night at, at Braves Stadium, and uh, um, I think we won that game. Was a, that was one of those uh, last-minute wins, if I'm not mistaken. So Braves are dead to me. Moving was tough. <laughs> Moving was rough for me. I, I just – Cobb County Braves, and I'm just not a big fan of Cobb County. So Moving on. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Let's see, uh, what else do we want to talk about today? I covered all of that. We got our game in Tennessee. Uh, so let's talk about a little bit outside of Atlanta and Georgia State uh, football. Uh, I kind of want to do a segment where we do a little bit about the NCAA and the Sunbelt Conference at large as it may pertain to us. Obviously, going into um, week one, there's not a lot to talk about. But there were week zero games, as they're calling it. We had... Um, Florida beat Miami and what I'm told was a big, big snooze fest. I did not watch. And Hawaii beat Arizona. Also did not watch that one at all. But I have a question. Originally, from what I understood, these Week Zero games got these special permits from the NCAA, special waivers from the NCAA because of some weird circumstances. We had to do it. Yep. We had a game at the Georgia Dome uh, as our first home opening game. They got moved to, I want to say it was moved to the Friday because or no so it was on a Thursday and the Falcons came out with their schedule and said hey we've got a, a, Pre- home, a preseason, home preseason game right home preseason yeah. game and I, I mean I'm not gonna you know make any amends about it Falcons run that stadium for sure yep. so they bumped us that's part of the contract we know we got bumped but we had to go to the NCAA and get a special permit to play on that Wednesday mm-hmm. because that was technically a day before the official college football season started and they approved it and we played and we probably lost and I thought maybe maybe that was Abilene Christian. I don't know. We uh, might have gotten an ESPNU for it, though. Yeah. Because we were the only game in town. Only game in town, yeah. yeah. Probably some FCS games or whatnot. But, you know, that was a special circumstance, and I get it. And then I know they had a game uh, a year or two ago that was in Australia. So, yes, there's a lot of travel aspects. So we'll get that one out of the week way early. And I think that was Hawaii playing. And then even Hawaii having games out there, getting a team to travel out there. I'm okay with that kind of stuff. But Florida-Miami as a Week 0 game, what was the special circumstance? And I've not looked this up. There's maybe a reason. There may have been something that was going on that why this is. Eyeballs. It, well, okay, so that's that's the, the, the money type thing is, is the probably the real answer, but I don't know if there how, is. How often do they play? 
Well, I think, I think this is, uh, according to Game Day when I was watching, I think this is the first time in six years they played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before that, they had played very, very regularly. Yeah. There are a lot of these old-school rivals, I mean, like Georgia, Clemson, they, they don't play each other anymore, but that's an old-school rivalry. Yeah. And a lot of these guys don't do that anymore because they opt into more conference play. And But they could play... Um, or I mean, in the regular season, like anybody they else, they could just does. play like you know next week or this weekend. Exactly. Yeah. So I just don't understand how they got approval for that. And again, I I, I should have done my research and looked at it, but it seems odd to me. Well, what do you think of these week zero games having these little taste tests of football? I don't care. Don't I didn't care? watch any of it. No, because because Florida Miami didn't do anything for me. So. Right. I didn't watch any of it. But. I mean, I was I was kind of excited to have football back, but um, I wasn't. I mean, I watched College Game Day like the entire episode that day. I didn't watch <clears> one <throat> minute of playtime of either of those two games. If I was home, I think it was seven p.m. kick, right? If I yes. was home at that time, I would have watched it probably. But I was like, I'm not gonna. This is gonna be secondary to everything right. else. Right. Right. So. so. All right, so that, I mean that's pretty much all we have for around the NCAA and the Sun Belt Conference. Uh, I wanted to talk about around Atlanta. If we do call this thing State of Atlanta, I guess we should talk about more things than... Uh, Did you name it? Did you do that? I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at my third can of beer right now, and so, yeah. Feeling creative? Decisions come Feel- very easily right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in Atlanta, so this weekend coming up, the same time as our game, uh, Dragon Con, huge event. Yeah. I moved here in 91, uh, so Dragon Con's been going on forever, and I uh, never got into it until just the past couple of years, and now I'm one of those old dudes going, and it is awesome. I love it. Uh, if you are not a big uh, geek guy or, what, or gal whatnot, it's still fun. Come out to the parade on Saturday morning. Bring your kids. Uh, bring your wagon full of booze. It is so much fun. I'm thoroughly looking forward to this weekend of Dragon Con. I actually have flown my mother-in-law into Atlanta from <laughs> Syracuse uh, to watch my daughters so that my wife and I can spend as much time down there as possible. I will make a break to come to Halfway Crooks to watch the Georgia State-Tennessee game. But, um, but yeah, so have you gone and done the Dragon <clears throat> stuff? Dragon Con stuff at dragon all? Dragon stuff. Dragon Con The stuff. Dragon stuff. Wait, we'll yeah, I did, right. I did that's, some that's, of that. That's, but... a, that's, a, that's the Atlanta late night. <laughs> yeah, no, I have had a blast there uh, in... in a few years ago, I stopped going because, um, one, I had a bad experience with their planning, buying my tickets and all that stuff. Also, it just gets a little crowded for me. It is crowded. And I'm an old man now. It I is. got I got old last year. This year? I got old. Sometime between last year and this year. <laughs> and I hate people. And so, I, <laughs> there's just too many of them there. There's a lot of people there. And that, that, and that is a complaint. Hot. There is a complaint about that. They wanted to expand more, but... Um, mm. And you have to get a ticket to go even, like, hang out in the hotels. And I'm like, well, I don't really want to get a ticket just to go hang out in the hotels, but well, the, I want to people watch. The, the, the trick is buying your ticket as soon as Dragon Con ends. So, like, as on Monday or Tuesday after it's over, they'll release tickets for the next year. Well, I did that. And, and, and that get... was my big problem with them. They Non-transferable, non-refundable, uh, yes. and then something came up, and I had already paid. Yeah, yeah. Well, that happens. Yep. Yeah, that's one of those things. But... Did you did you dress up when you went? Did you go in any kind of weird costumes or everything? Uh, I had a backpack full of whiskey. So you went as a drunk. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was yeah. very drunk. I, I've seen that movie. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, and the good news is, is there's a lot. Of, there's a there's a strong barter system there. And so my my backpack full of whiskey got me all kinds of weird stuff like gummy bears that have been like soaking in, in vodka. vodka or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I was ever drugged, but. 
you know, can't can't say for certain. <laughs> Keep on hoping, right? Yeah. There's some, <laughs> yeah. There was this great. I, I remember there was this one guy. He was in a wheelchair and he was all steampunked out, and he had some sort of uh, some sort of tap on his wheelchair that was emitting some sort of liquid, and uh, you know, it was delicious. You I don't know your, what it was, you but your uh, lips on it. But, and I, drank, sucked, but huh? I drank. The, well, come on, man. We poured it in a cup. <laughs> but yeah, I drank that, and it was it was fine. You. you the whole nature, the whole spirit of the con is adventurous, yes. right? And, and you, you find some good friends and some good drinks, and you do it. Yes, so. yeah. So uh, I've never dressed up for Dragon. I mean, I've worn my Star Wars T-shirts <clears throat> and my Marvel T-shirts and whatnot, but I've never dressed up. This is the first year I have some friends that are wanting to do a group costume, and we're uh, dressing uh, up for it. As as Ryan and I talk here today, my wife is upstairs working on our costumes. She's the, uh, the crafty seamstress. Uh, wonder in the family so uh, it'll be uh, fun to see how that experience goes I'm looking forward to that uh, but I do have I don't know why but there was one year that Georgia State had uh, co-branded I don't know co-branded but Star Wars Georgia State attire shirts and whatnot. and I bought what? I bought a Georgia State Darth Vader shirt at the bookstore this is probably five years ago what? How did so, I miss that? I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt right now. Sitting you are wearing a shirt. Right and I'm wearing a Drew shirt. It's <laughs> yeah, like if true. our two shirts had uh, uh, offspring. Uh, yeah, so I got this Georgia State uh, Darth Vader shirt, so I'll be wearing that on Saturday. Uh, you'll see me that at the at both Dragon Con and uh, Halfway Crooks. I'll change into my uh, Spaceballs costume after the game to get back to the con, so I'm looking forward to that part of it. Um, so... Dragon Con is always this weekend. We always start football this weekend, and this weekend we are away, so it's kind of uh, awkward to talk about. Not awkward, but, you know, off to talk about it. I've often wondered whether or not Georgia State should, should, should do something to embrace the Dragon Con fans that are here. And let's be honest, there's probably a lot of people that are uh, fans of Dragon Con and all this stuff that don't care at all about college football. But there are some that do, and they're looking for things to do. The aquarium does costume parties and whatnot for yep. this. Yeah. Uh, would we want to make our opening game a costume party game? You know. I, I will tell you that those the people that go to Dragon Con are not going to leave Dragon Con to go to a Georgia State game. Just be. I mean, like, like the the they're so separate. I went to that kickoff game with uh, Georgia Boise State. I attended that game. Remember I, the Georgia Power Rangers outfits? Right, yep, yep. Yeah, they actually looked really good on the players. Not so much on the mannequin. <laughs> but uh, I went there, and then I went, and I, I specifically walked a few blocks away so I could go walk through the con before I got on MARTA, and I was going to go home, get changed, come back to the con. Right. And I got so much crap from people at Dragon Con wearing my sports attires, wearing my Georgia Georgia outfit, right? Like yep. wearing my red. And I was like, this is the same thing. Yeah. This is the same up. thing. Yeah yeah. 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 So like sports fans and Dragon Con fans, it's just, you're just a fan. It's well, fandom. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. And I'm thinking about not necessarily catering mm-hmm. to those Dragon Con fans that are coming in from out of town or whatnot. Yeah. But we've got a lot of students that probably uh, enjoy Dragon Con as well, or at least that uh, uh, the costuming, that the sci-fi, geeky, fantasy, all kinds of fun stuff that I'm into. Uh, but you know, if, if we get these fans, these these freshmen, these sophomores coming into the game, yep. embrace the whole thing and still make it a costume contest. Atlanta costume. culture over this weekend, Labor Day weekend, yeah. is just like let's be yeah as geeky as we want to exactly. be. Exactly, have it cover the entire thing. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. Um, That'd be cool. Maybe something that, uh, maybe this is one of those things that's better to be kind of organically kind of grown and let the, 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 the fans... Are you telling me to show up to the first game in a costume? The, yeah, specifically the one that has the backpack of whiskey in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I feel like... Getting it, through security might be a little rough, there's so but... Many, there's so many people... Uh, actually, I got a funny story about that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, uh, it may have been the first year in Georgia State Stadium. I was uh, tailgating, as I'm known to do, and I'm walking up to go to the game, finally going to the game. I think the game, I missed a kick. <clears throat> Shocker. And I, I missed a kick, and I'm carrying my beer up with me. And, of course, you can't go into the stadium with your beer, but I've been drinking since 7 a.m. I don't really care. And I got a buddy of mine uh, who's with me. He came. He, he's uh, moved down here from Buffalo. And so he's just like, I'll, I'll go to a Georgia State game. Let's go to a Georgia State game. I know, whatever. And so we go up there to Metal Detector. I put my wallet, my phone, my keys into the little bin along with my beer, and I slide it by. I walk through. I pick up my keys, my wallet, my phone, and my beer, and keep on going. And my buddy just says, that was the most baller thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. And I was, like, really proud of myself. And then I tried it the following week, and I got stopped. But it was it was fun. I uh, I thought that was... Um, you have to try. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, so somebody we invited to the podcast who will probably be on it at some point or another... Joey mm-hmm. and I went to the Georgia State op- the Georgia State Stadium opening. Right, they did like a spring practice thing, right. and like when they first opened it up, and they, it was like the first time the public got to go in. And me and him got hammered uh, in the parking lot beforehand, <laughs> as and, you're known to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, it happens. You know, tailgates are tailgates are a good time. Yes, um, and I vaguely remember that me and him sort of walked around. The metal detectors like we just sort of <laughs> wandered in with our beers in our hands and like didn't get stopped by anybody we just i guess looked like we knew where we were going or they hadn't figured out security yet or something but uh we just sort of wandered in with our beers and just kept on going all two- of a sudden we looked down and we're like uh how did that happen <laughs> two drunk guys who looked like they knew where they were going I can, yeah i can see that making a lot of sense so. Joey, joey's very confident oh yes exactly yeah. yes uh yes yes he is, yes, yes. And we, <laughs> we do hope to have him on uh uh podcast soon if we continue doing these things ah why not yeah it's not hurting anybody right <laughs> you have to listen to get hurt oh uh, so uh yeah so i think dragon con would be something fun to kind of tie into but who knows i'm not sure exactly um so the only thing i've got is looking at uh um you know what other games where i do want to include all the sports when we do this uh, obviously uh, football and uh, basketball are going to take a lion's share of the attention but i do want to acknowledge other sports with the season that the athletic season that has started women's soccer has played a couple of games didn't go too has well men's soccer not not yet um okay uh <coughs> the, the the women's games didn't go so hot for us but the men's have a couple of games coming up uh this thursday and then on monday women's have uh thursday and saturday and volleyball has an invitational that's going to be going on Saturday, unfortunately, on the same day as the Tennessee game, and actually playing during the Tennessee game. That's beach volleyball, though. No, this is this is the indoor volleyball. Okay. I, I believe. I believe. So why do we call it beach volleyball? I I think Sand. of it. Sand. I know, but I think of it as beach volleyball. For somewhere in the back of my brain, I remember someone saying it's not beach volleyball; it's sand volleyball. Like it was being demeaning to call it beach volleyball. I but don't now, care. everywhere I go, I see beach volleyball, and I feel like I. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, that person has problems. 
Well, there's a lot of people with problems. Yeah, beach yeah. volleyball, man. So, uh, that I mean, that facility is really cool, though. It's sort of like nestled between the Marta tracks and and the sports arena, yep. and it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. I'm surprised they don't lose more sand to the wind. <laughs> well, it's kind uh, of locked in, though. I mean, they they, they got pretty good little uh, walls around. Feels them, like a wind tunnel. Oh, does it, I, so um, I've not been out there. To, I mean, yeah. I've seen it, but I've not been out to it. It was on match. my jogging path for a little while, okay. and I'd always look over, and I, it just feels like yeah, it just feels like bad positioning, but it's really cool it's really cool position yes yeah, yeah. The, uh, and, and the They're beach snug. volleyball team has, has been good since this i mean they've only been around for a few years now but i, I say a few years it's probably been like seven or eight uh but uh, they've been doing really well uh for, for the I, I don't know right so so there's and i hate to be negative right i'm we're talking we're, we want to not be negative but um, they say we're like top twenty-five, but there's like twelve teams. Well, I heard that we're top ten, and there's twelve teams. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, but yeah, but we've been we've been good. I mean, we've been competing. But the thing we is, have we have been competing for sure. The, but the, the interesting thing about it is, is I was like looking at the schedules of the past couple of years, wanting to go to a game sh- to check it out. Yeah. And um, they have a very odd schedule. They don't play like the other teams do, where you have a big home and away schedule it's all these uh invitational minor tournaments and so we host like maybe two a season and then we're playing away the entire time so uh i think it you know and and they're always awkward timing when like this one's happening during oh this is actually not regular uh this is regular volleyball not beach volleyball i don't know when beach volleyball gets started up i can look at that but when i did look at the games you know it's it's a tournament on a tuesday wednesday thursday or something like that so hard to do for someone that works especially with kids and everything but I think that'd be, you know, since we have so few opportunities, it would be great if we actually could find a chance to get a group out to actually cheer on the beach team. That uh, would be cool. It'd be cool. Like so. I said, it's a cool facility. Yeah. It's worth going out to and, like, checking it out and making sure that sure. it's not something that you'd be super psyched sure. about. So, yeah, and so all the other sports will get started uh, um, here, and obviously football is going to start it up uh, on Saturday. All right, is there anything else that uh, you would want to talk about tonight? I don't know anything. No, else? I think we covered a lot of bases. We probably covered a lot more than we wanted to, or, yeah. need, or needed to, for that matter. What are but we? We're at an hour and fifteen. Hour fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Should, we, should we edit this down or just push it out? Push as, it out. Push raw. As, yeah. See how many people actually make it to the end. Yeah. Well, they can hear me get drunk <laughs> because I wasn't at the beginning of this, and, and now I'm, you are. I'm now four beers in. That's the way, maybe, 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 maybe that's how we measure the uh, the podcast somehow is the number of beers I, I don't know if I talk more or louder or not, right? Like, or just so. the, the slurred words come in and everything kind of runs together. Maybe you know? maybe it just gets better. Yeah, who knows? Well, uh, hope, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Or don't. <laughs> Actually, that's funny. Thank you for listening to the to our first ever podcast. We hope this will become something that we do regularly. I want to do it every week. Uh, at least every week during the football and basketball season, maybe monthly in the off season, we'll talk about whatever news is coming up. Uh, I hope to see everybody that's staying in town uh, for football uh, at Halfway Crooks. Uh, to, for those of you guys traveling up to Knoxville, have a safe travel, have a good time, and come back with uh, some healthy players. I was going to say W. But a W. Yeah. Let's do it. Remember I w. said 42 to 3 at the beginning. Drunk Ryan says, <laughs> come back with the win. <laughs> I like it. Maybe we should start this with Drunk Ryan. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, so please, uh, if you did listen to all the way to this point, uh, please let us know what you liked, uh, what you didn't like, or if you want us to talk about something else or let us know where we went horribly wrong. If we need to rename thing. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, let us know if, if whatever decision we came up with is off.
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at David P. Brown, and you can find Ryan at Graham4GA. The number four. The number four. Yeah. Uh, yes. I do politics stuff, too, so. Yes, he does. Every, uh, everybody in politics is for something, and I'm I, for Georgia. I thought it was for general admission. <laughs> general Assembly. I, 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 for... I thought you were getting a general admission there. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for listening once again. Uh, have a great time, and go Panthers.